Blog Talk Radio. up y'all good evening i uh, hope you're having a good week this is a rare twofer for the clown hour uh hopefully enjoyed the show last night on the eagles beat down my beloved Steelers. more of that in a minute but anyway welcome to the clown hour again um this is scott burks your host uh i'm the creator of the sports blog called the clown um times uh that's clown spell with k by the way you can find me on the web at www.theclowntimes.net and you'll be able to find me on Facebook uh, doing my thing. Uh, just publish a rant on Les Miles, why, even though I was sad to see him go, that he, I don't want to say he deserved to go, but it's not surprising that he that he got canned. Uh, but at any rate, just, do, just enjoy that rant and all that good stuff on my Facebook page. Just go to the upper left-hand corner, the search window, and type in the Clown Times Excuse me, again, it's Clown Spare McCabe. You're going to find me there as well. Well, tonight, uh, this is our regular wrap and look ahead. Uh, this time, we're wrapping up week three and looking ahead to week four and all that good stuff. And uh, we're going to have some fascinating topics tonight as far as what week three left us with. And, of course, the ever so popular prayer request list. So stay tuned for that. Make sure your team is on there. If not, just tweet me or what have you, or Facebook me, and uh, I'll get your boy on there next time, or boys on there next time. But anyway, to help me break down week three and to look ahead to week four, y'all know my main man, Dwayne Nash, from uh, Blog Talk Radio, Sleazy Radio, and the Yard slash HBCU Sports um, sports blog. And you can also find him on the Double S Project on Facebook as well. So, brother man, how you be? How you be? How you be? Oh, brother's getting a little, little uh, long in the tooth in terms of my days. Uh, you know, the, the yeah. day job, I, I, I do a lot of things with uh, politics, and uh, we're getting closer to November, so that's why I'm yeah. spending a lot of my days in the office right now working on that and also, you know, getting things out with the podcast and, and, and with the, the the website and everything. So it's been longer days, hopefully everything in terms of what's going on during the day, come to an end, come November. And uh, right quick before we delve right to the task at hand, how's how's your how's the uh, how's the podcast and the website going? The podcast is going right fantastic. Um, you know, we just did our show last night where we covered week three. Right. Uh, we also discussed everything in college football, especially Les Miles. Kind of a little bit interesting. I'm just going to talk about it real quick. 
that um, sure. they fired him this week. But um, mm-hmm. it, it seems to me that the powers that be at, at LSU didn't believe that they were going to um, – I, I guess it was all about playoffs or bust this year for them firing right. uh, Miles after week four. I thought that was a little odd, especially because I mean, it, it was it was a, a, a time management issue that, that caused the game to come to an end. And for him to get fired on that, I thought that was – especially on week four was a little weird, but – you know, if it's this time, it's this time. I just hope that the program gets ready to rebound without him uh, come next year right. and they have a plan come um, come the off season. Well, like I always say, bro, uh, be careful what you wish for. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Ex-Parents of, of Tennessee, Michigan before Harbaugh, and um, I got another. I, I forgot the other program I mentioned. I said the same thing in my blog post uh, the other day. But, uh, yeah, the grass is not always going on the other side. Oh, yeah, Nebraska. Nebraska's other family. So, as That's those right. close, how things went after they fired the kind of head coaches. So, good luck with that, LSU. But enough with those losers. <laughs> but uh, let's get back to that. Or as, as my Alabama alum-loving friend calls them, LS who. So, let's go wow. with LS who. <laughs> yeah, he, he went there. He went there. I'm, I'm going to talk to him about that next week probably. But at any rate, um, yeah, man, lots of interesting stuff happening in week three. Lots of big yeah. wins. Your know, big win for your beloved skins. Uh, Finally. Big win for the Eagles. Um, yes. Which means that I still took a humongous L. Um, and also uh, the Vikings were a huge win as well. But uh, let's, let's, let's start with you, brother, like with, like with your – your 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 beloved Washington, um, that was a huge win for the Redskins, man. I mean, you were y'all were a few seconds away from going zero and three, which would be a terrible start to the season, especially the way Philly's starting right now. Uh, you, uh, but nevertheless, you got the win on the road at a division rival, which is which 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 is it's in effect two wins if you think about it. Um, so talk to me about how huge the Redskins' wins were was in your eyes and and how the Redskins were able to secure said win. Oh, that win was very huge uh, for multiple reasons. Um, this is the most tenacious, I guess you could say, that the team has looked in, in years that I can remember for them to have right. continuously throughout an entire game. Even in the situation where I thought that they kind of looked outmatched at, outmatched at times, um, right. especially with them attempting to stop Odell Beckham Jr., who, of course, we will probably end up talking about a little bit later. But um, yeah. for them to play um, as well offensively, there was enough balance on the offense. They had 30 runs um, in, in comparison to 36 passes uh, during that game. You know, that, that, that was something that, of course, a lot of fans were hoping would happen. It was that they would increase the amount of runs during the game, and, and they did so in this past matchup. Um, but it, you're right. It, it, it seems as though it's going to be a situation where they're going to end up losing that one, and um, especially in that last-minute drive. And, and, God, for them to lose it that way would have been horrible. But uh, the, the, the defense plays a lot of bend but don't break, which is something that I was extremely right. shocked by. Yeah. And you know what? Credit to the resilience uh, uh, of your team, man. They could have easily fought it when it went down, what was it, 21-9 earlier? Um you know, it, I mean, it, I mean, the risk, the risk is I admire their fight, I admire their, their tenacity. They obviously didn't want to go down 0-3 to start the season. I, I thought that 
Uh, the coach staff did a good job of essentially uh, stressing the, the sense of urgency I could feel on the field, and you, you said it. There was there were no quitting your in, in your in your in your squad, and that's 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 to be commended. To, totally be be commended. And and uh, how about that? It's not so hard to be a Redskins fan these these days. At least at least for the time being. For, for now, for now, you know, and, and that was one of the right. things you're absolutely correct about with them going down. Um, it, it seems like every time they would drive down, and, and that's been an issue for the for the team for the past couple of weeks. And actually, even in that game where they would get in the red zone and have red zone and shoot, and um, they were trading field goals for touchdowns, which is something I, God knows, I didn't want to keep seeing happen. And for them to go ahead yeah. and hold that, that offense that scored 21 quick points uh, against right. against them. The six points in the second half was phenomenal. Yes, yes, that 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 was huge. Again, that was huge. That that was huge. I mean, you know, uh, uh, you know. Again, credit to the Washington for fighting back. But I have to say one thing. You you mentioned his name earlier, o- Odell Beckham Jr. Talented young brother, talented young man. He has to get his act together off the field. I mean, I mean, I mean, he's on the sidelines pouting. May have been crying. Maybe he's passionate like that, but he has to get under uh, under control. His team needs him. He's going to cost the team some games if he doesn't keep his mind in the game. Hell, at least he'll stop him from getting his ass kicked by the kicking net. Uh, <laughs> so, I will say this: yeah, so his, yeah, his 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 exuberance, uh, if you will, did cost the yeah. team multiple ways. It cost them a, a old lineman with him. Even going after Josh Norman in that situation, getting that second yeah. uh, uh, personal foul, getting him ejected from the game, and for whatever reason, it seems as though that his actions—I don't—I'm still trying to understand. I—I I, I get it. Receivers always want the ball. You're yeah. torching the secondary with well over 100 yards receiving. I understand he didn't mm-hmm. come away with a touchdown, which was also big. That was one of those situations, like I said, with the defense bending but not breaking. They allowed him to mm-hmm. do whatever he wanted to do within the twenties, but when it got inside their right. red zone, they, they got a little bit more stout, and and and, and the coverage was there. Um, but yet, this, I, I don't know if it's Josh. I'm guessing it is Josh that, that just has his number, regardless of how well he outplayed them in the last two matchups. Josh has something on him, and and it's affecting him as an athlete, and it's telling because. Other corners are going to start doing it now if they haven't been doing it in the past. Yes. Oh, yeah, they are. I mean, it's one thing, like Shannon Sharp stated the best. You know, you don't want to let a person know what makes you tick because he or she is going to know what's going to take to wind you up. You know, you, 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 you don't want to let cats know what gets under your skin and how easily sensitive you are. The last exactly. thing you want. Especially on the, in professional sports. I mean, just to take it to another sports, Reggie Miller. We all know and love Reggie Miller, or in my case, at the time, loathed him because I'm a Knicks fan. I hated the Pacers <laughs> at the time. <laughs> but, um, I mean, shoot, if he knew that John Stark's mama got on him, like during that series, during the epic seven-game series in the NBA in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals way back when, yeah. man, can you imagine, like, Reggie Miller was like, what, if he known that? <laughs> I mean, just to go show you, you don't want to let dudes know what makes you tick. You don't exactly. want to let dudes get on your skin like that. I mean, that's just unprofessional, and he just needs to grow up. Um, 
Speaking of growing up, how about those Eagles? I know they're 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 your division rival, a fierce one, a bitter one perhaps. And but they're three and zero. Three and zero is three and zero. I mean, sure they beat the hapless Browns and Bears, but they just beat the hell out of my beloved Steelers. I mean, I figured it'd be a good game. I thought it'd be a good game because for one thing, Pittsburgh hasn't won in Philly since the fifties. Okay, and mm-hmm. and I mean that's a long time. And yeah. you know the thing is, is that I figured it would be competitive because we have Le'Veon Bell. I ain't think it's gonna be a beatdown like that, bro. I mean that, you that know what? beatdown was just caught me off guard. Everybody else too seemed like it, it, it caught the world off guard. And I don't care how elated uh, Eagles fans are right now. They didn't believe that they were going to beat the Eagles. They, they no, were going to beat the Steelers. No. There were a few. No. I'll give it to Sweet Lou from our show. He picked Philly to beat Pittsburgh in that game. But yeah, I don't know exactly how confident he was with that pick, but he, he did it. Um, but there were a lot of things about that game that did surprise me. Um, Carson Wentz's ability to pass during that game and, and, and against that defense, as well as he did, because I think he passed for – what was it, about 280, maybe 300 in that game against Philly? Yeah, 301, against I think, 301. Exactly. Yeah. So he passed over 300. But the, the biggest thing that stood out to me, actually there were, there were two huge things that stood out to me, their ability to score on six out of their first seven possessions, not just field yes. goals, but field goals and touchdowns. Also, mm-hmm. they held D'Angelo Williams to 21 yards or eight carries. And in, in a game yeah. where – he could have carried the ball more, but for whatever reason, I guess the Steelers thought that there was more urgency in it. And, and even with them yeah, being down thirteen to three, yeah, even with them being down thirteen to three at the half, I thought that they still could have ran the ball more, but they chose not to. And and and, and yeah. that's the first time uh, Williams has been held under eighty yards all season long. I mean, it's only been three games, but still, yeah, right. He he, he, he balled out against the Skins. And then in week two, he carries the ball for, what, like 94 yards, 96 yards? And for them to hold him to 21 yeah. was amazing. And, and, and they yeah, allowed I, Antonio Brown to beat them, but they said no yeah. one else. And in and, and yep. doing so, you know, the defense um, was very impressive to me. You know what? I, 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 to your point, I thought that, 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 that the Steelers abandoned the running game way too quickly. I mean, I understand that, granted, even, even though it's just a 13-3 deficit, still that's mm-hmm. kicking that ass in the first half. They, they just were. I mean, from, like from that block, field goal, they were just taking it to us, man. I mean, I was amazed that it, was, it wasn't more than 13-3, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, but the thing is, is that I, I, I felt that we should have stuck with the run a little bit more. Otherwise, the game probably would have gotten out of hand so quickly. Uh, you know, I, you know, as you know, during the game when Philly won that score in the second half, I had I channeled my inner anchor man when I said, <laughs> "Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> you know, it, just, it got away from him quickly." But I think Carson Wentz is. I mean, I know it's only three games. Okay, but he's not playing playing like a rookie, which is not bad for a, for a cat out of a quote unquote small school, North Dakota State University. I mean, he played yeah. in a pro star offense in college. He played against great competition out of conference, where they because they always play the Power Five cats like every year. And yeah, and they beat one this year. That's right. Yes, they did. <laughs> and 
And, and you know, it, but it also speaks to coaching, too. I mean, again, Wentz played a full-style offense in college, albeit mm-hmm. a small college, but still. And you got to go over a coach who knows what the hell he's doing and Doug Peterson, who, ironically enough, is from the Andy Reid coaching tree. Remember Andy, the same Andy Reid that, that, you know, they got run out of town in Philly way back when? Exactly. <laughs> a poor jam his is back. And may take the Phillies to the promised land sooner rather than later in terms of division titles and playoff appearances. Um, and Jim Schwartz, he's not much of a head coach, but that dude knows some defense. He yeah. knows some defense. And he's like Ray Phillips. Not a great head coach, but he knows himself some defense. So, again, credit to Philly and Jeffrey Lurie for finally getting it right after the, after the uh, debacle that was Chip Kelly. Uh, for those two and a half seasons, <laughs> and you know, kudos to them. Uh, you know, like I know this won't sound go over well with with Cowboy fans, Redskins fans, and Giants fans, but Billy finally got it right. So, props to them. Yeah. You know, it's sad. I know it's it's hard for you to hear, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it is. But, but I guess the positive. Part of me is saying it's only three games. You know, right. at some point he's he's going to face some attrition, and I think that they have a, a tough schedule ahead of them with Green Bay, Cincinnati, and I forget who else. I think it may be Minnesota. Minnesota. But, they play Minnesota. They play Minnesota. Yeah, if year. if they looked the way that uh, they looked against the Steelers against them, they won't have any problems whatsoever. Right. Right. And that's the main thing. Uh, so, speaking of Minnesota, dude, they're 3-0. Sands, yep. uh, 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 Teddy Bridgewater, and Sands, Andrew, Adrian Peterson on offense. How about that? I Like, I know the defense carried the load against Carolina. But, I mean, but, uh, uh, but Sam Bradford, Brittle Bradford, remember him? He's playing well. <laughs> Yeah, he's playing well. I mean, he's, 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 he, sure. He, I mean, I guess part of it has has to do with the fact that he's hooked up with a, a quarterback savant slash great coordinator, office coordinator, and and North Turner. You know, I mean, you know, again, he's one of those other cats. Not a great head coach, but he is a damn good coordinator. Exactly. And, uh, you know, he has his track record speaks more speaks for itself. But that defense, man, in Minnesota. It is outstanding. My God. I it was great last year. It's outstanding. Do you see, I mean, the past three games, sure, they beat down Tennessee. Tennessee's not all that good. I, I get it. But they shut down Aaron Rodgers in game two. Mm-hmm. And they shut down – they made Cam Newton and company look like seventh graders in game three. On the road. On yes. the road. They made them look very pedestrian. This is a team yes. that, that averaged, what, about 30, 32 uh, points last yes. year? A game yeah. made them look very yes. pedestrian at the crib. Yes. Yes. Not many people could do that to the Panthers. Not, not, in the not at all. Season. I and mean, you know they, what? They just, gosh. This is a defense that has been slowly developing over the past four mm-hmm. years. The, them as a right. whole, the, the team as a whole hasn't looked that good. But the defense, you can see that the defense was slowly getting better year after mm-hmm. year after the picks that they've made 
and they developed the talent that they had on the defensive side of the ball. Last right. year they showed up. Now they are here. And it's yeah. scary <laughs> for them to, to look as good as they did against the Panthers, for them to get a win against Carolina, in Carolina, sans Teddy, yeah. sans AP. We'll see right. what this team continues to do throughout the rest of the year and see whether or not they'll be able to keep pace. But as of right now, they're looking fantastic. Yo, Dave Zimmer, Coach Zimmer, Coach Mike Zimmer, rather, he's a man. He's yeah. a man's man. That's a tough son of a bitch right there. I mean, I I remember when he was in Cincinnati coordinating Marvin Lewis's defense. They were nasty then, and he's got a nastier bunch now in, in Minnesota. And it took mm-hmm. him long enough. It's a shame that it took him so long to find a head coaching gig. But he's making the most out of it, man, for sure. So kudos to him as well. But Minnesota and Philly right now, especially Minnesota, though, is hella scary. Hella scary. Exactly, and and you're right. Those are two teams that had you told me in the beginning of the season that they would be three and zero. I kind of would have questioned it. Minnesota, I thought probably, even looking at their schedule, I thought they may have had two, two tough games against Carolina and Green Bay, and maybe mm-hmm. beat Green Bay. I mean, being in the division with them, I know that they know them and they're they're, they're comfortable with them. I don't know if I would have mm-hmm. said they would have been three and zero. One and two at best, mm-hmm. but right. not three and zero. Oh. So <clears throat> kudos to both of those teams for coming out. Uh, and it seemed like that trade worked for both of them. Uh, so kudos uh, yeah. to both of them <laughs> with, with their early right. early start. Right, and good for them. Well, brother, with all the bluffs, all the talk, with all the good things that happened in week three that we discussed, there's some people we have to pray for. They need our oh. prayers. So, um, so bring a Reverend, Reverend Hot Sauce. Reverend Hot Sauce, mustard, mustard. Yeah, let me go get the Reverend. What's the name? Yes, yes, please get the Reverend. Yeah, let me go to get the Reverend real quick. on. Not in his office. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah, you, you ready, yes. Reverend? Yes. It, it's time. Okay. <laughs> Reverend will be with us shortly. Yes, sir. Reverend Hot Sauce, I have a lot to pray for. A lot of a lot of teams, a lot of players. Actually, one player in particular I have on my prayer, or like, or like on my mind for intercessory prayer. But let's wait for Reverend ah, Sauce to get in the building. Reverend that's, that's Sauce, great, Brother Brooks. Brother Brooks, how are you, Brother yes. Brooks? Yes, I'm. I'm all right, sir. How are you? Oh, my brother, don't you dare be sour. The power of positive <laughs> prayer. It's here today. <laughs> I know we have some brothers yep. that we need to pray for. I watched the game yes. on Sunday. And mm. the one on Thursday as well. I forgot about that brother. Oh, he needs to be on the too. Oh, that brother needs to be on the list. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. Uh, Bless so, us, Lord. Bless us. Yes, Bless so I, I guess we need to go to the throne as mm-hmm. we begin with our prayer list this week <clears throat> from week go three of the NFL. Oh, it's time for us. Then you come down to the altar for those who would like to have prayer. And for those who have received requests for for the prayer this week, first and foremost, I can't remember this Bama's name, but the brother that plays for the Houston Texans, the the kick returning guy that fumbled not one but two times. I don't know. That brother needs some prayer. Yes, he does. If he does, if he still has a job. <laughs> oh, 
I don't know yeah. if he needs prayer or some stickum. Either way, that brother right. is in need of something this week. Oh, Lord, bless Speaking of things that brothers are in need of, yes, this young brother needs the gift of shutting his mouth. Yes. That would be Jaguars cornerback, rookie cornerback, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, oh yes, Lord. What is he doing? What in his mouth? mouth against the vet, Steve Smith Jr.? Hasn't he seen his footage? He doesn't know he's about that I understand. That life. He doesn't know. Yeah. He's not about that life. And luckily, they're not in the division with the Ravens anymore because facing them two times a year will be problematic for that young brother. But Indeed. we need to pray yes, that it doesn't happen again to another yes. vet. Yes. Oh, while we're talking about downtrodden 0 and 3 teams, yes. let's go to the Cleveland Browns. Oh, Lord. And their field goal Lord, kicker, Lord. Cody Parker. Oh, Lord, please be with me. Oh, please. going three for six. This is a team who was up on the Dolphins, again leading, missing yes. a field goal, a crucial field goal at the end of the game which could have gotten yes. the Browns a second win. I understand he had a short week, but my brother, you were yes, there and you had it. Yes. I yes. pray yes. Yes. that something happens with yes. your brother, but not this week coming when he comes to D.C. Let the, let the <laughs> person come after that. After D.C. After that. After hey, D.C. Hey, Reverend. Reverend. Yes. I got one thing to throw yes. sir. I, I'm sorry to, 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 to interfere with, uh, with your blessing, but I got one yes. brother. One brother who needs your help, who needs your prayer. Oh, okay. Odell Beckham Jr. is sloppy oh. hair stuff, trying to fight the kicking net, Lord. Got a oh. behind whip by the kicking net. With that crossbar went across his hand when he tried to swing at him. Lord Jesus, knocked him out. Made him cry on the sideline. Oh, oh. be with that, Bama. Please that be with Bama, that, Bama. He can't fight a kicking net. Please, Lord. And please, Lord, please bless Jalen Ramsey. The four minutes of Jalen Ramsey. His parents himself. Lord, oh. be with them. Be with them. Be Please with them. Be with and them. we say, and we say, Lord, amen. 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 And reverence. Amen. 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 Go ahead. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank Hallelujah. You. All right. Hallelujah. Testify, my All brother. Right. Hallelujah. Holler back, Lord. Amen. 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 Oh. Amen. <laughs> Scott, I hope the, oh, the Reverend God. wasn't talking a whole lot of foolishness. I, I, he was talking a whole lot of smack when I saw him earlier in the day, yeah. talking about right. Bama's on the on the list. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we were talking about Odell all day. Uh, this Bama crying oh, on the sidelines. Uh, you don't oh, there's no crying God. in football. There's None. no crying in football. Stop it. None. Stop it, Odell. Come on, bro. I see Bama tearing their ACL. They didn't cry. This Bama crying. Yes. Because he's being missed in wide open situations. Oh. Uh, I mean, he literally cried. He, 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 cried. he cried. Dude, I, I'm afraid. He, he has, he, he's not there yet. But can we be looking at the next T.O., Terrell Owens, or is what Skip Bales once called him? Team Obliterator. 
You know what? I ended up gaining more respect for T.O. toward the end of his career and felt he got blackballed. The talent yeah, level is I there. The talent level is there. He's not he's not um, tearing teams apart or, or the Giants apart the same way that T.O. allegedly tore apart mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco and Philadelphia, but he's right. doing it in his own way. And if he doesn't wind it back some, it, it's going to be problematic. Because, like I said earlier, they're going to go at it. Right. And and, right. and and he will hear about it, and, and his buttons will be pushed. Oh, they will. And, they will. I mean, the book's already out on him. I mean, it wasn't out yeah. last year after Josh, Josh Norman caused him to flip out. Uh, and last year's meeting, it's definitely out now. So, Both dude needs to watch himself. He needs to watch yes. himself. He needs to really watch himself and get his ass together. Um, yes. Otherwise, it's going to be it's going to be a long season for for him. So let's get you out, out here on this, brother. What 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 matchups or what 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 storyline should be should we be watching for in week four? Right, quick. Four storylines I got for you. Actually, well, yeah, I got four storylines for you. Will New mm-hmm. England be able to go four and zero without Tom Brady? You know, right. when Tom comes back to face the Cleveland Browns in week five, actually, don't they have a bye next week and then they get Cleveland? Yeah, they have a bye. Or is it... They have a bye. Yeah. They have a bye after next, next week. Yes, yes, they do. So it's it's possible that, you know, they, they face Buffalo and get this win, go 4-0. Tom comes back to a 4-0 team. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if, if it happens. Um, the, the other three things that I have on my list to, to watch out for, uh, two yep. teams, will they be able to rebound? Will Pittsburgh be able to rebound against Kansas City? And will Arizona, yep. who had a tough loss against Buffalo, oh, my God, that was a team. They I've been it. telling the Reverend all week, well, all for the past couple of days, Arizona needs to go on your prayer list because they got a thrashing <laughs> against Buffalo. My God. Will Arizona be oh. able to rebound against the Rams and all the Rams for real? The Rams put up mm. 37 points uh, last week. Uh, against Tampa Bay after not after only scoring nine points total in the first two weeks. So that game That's is going right. to be interesting. And will there be any defense played in the game between the New Orleans Saints and the San Diego Chargers? Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. You got Drew Brees going yeah. up against his whole team again. Um, it's going to be interesting to see the both of these guys air it out. But, my God, will there be any defense played in that game? My guess, no. And I hope there won't be because – I need something to, to, to keep me focused <laughs> because otherwise I'll be tuned, I'll be tuned out, missing tuned out of that squad. Both teams stink. And, yes. You know, which is unfortunate because Drew Brees and Philip Rivers are top talents at quarterback. But it is what it is. My storyline is to watch for how real all the Raiders are and how real. Mm. This, uh, this, this game I'm about to describe to you, this is the show me if you're real game. Oakland ah. at Baltimore. Both teams are five and one collectively. Oakland being two and one, Baltimore three and zero. But how legit are they? How legit exactly. is Baltimore three and zero? How legit is Oakland's good record right now? That 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 that, that game is the show me game. That's the show me game. Um, mm-hmm. So we're gonna know who's real, who's not at the end of that game. Also, in addition to what you mentioned about the Patriots, possibly they'll go four and zero without Tom Brady. How about the Panthers? Are the Panthers going to fall further, further behind in the NFC South? They play at Atlanta. Huge mm-hmm. rivalry game there. They both teams can't yes. stand each other. And 
you know, Cam hasn't done all that great in Atlanta in his career. Matter uh, of fact, you know, isn't and, that where they got their yeah. loss last year? That's right. Atlanta gave him their only loss last year, only regular season loss last year. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if the Panthers are looking for, for revenge, but, hey, if they lose, if they lose that game, they'll go down two games to Atlanta. And who would have thought that Atlanta would be a two-game like luck would be like three and one and in the driver's seat in the NFC side at this juncture. And one more thing to watch out for. Actually, yeah, well, like one more thing, and, and you touched it earlier. Are the Cardinals going to go to one and three against the Rams? I mean, granted, you know, the Rams, you know, they – I mean, they, they really impressed me against Seattle in week two. Okay, mm-hmm. and it really impressed me on the road against Tampa, which I think Tampa's a good team. They just haven't put together yet in terms of talent. But yeah. imagine if the Rams win this game. And the Rams up there fairly well against Arizona in the past. So imagine if the Rams, if you think that Atlanta being 3-1 is shocking, how about the Rams at 3-1 at the, in the NFC West at the junction of the season the Arizona falling to 1-3? But after starting the way that they did against uh, San Francisco, I don't think anyone would have thought that they would have turned around and won this no. straight. So that's, that's, that's no. going to be a very shocking situation if that's capable of happening. And you're right. In division, yeah. the Rams are, are capable of giving both Arizona and Seattle fits. So yes. it, it'll be real, real interesting if they can come in, in, in two out of three weeks to beat the both of them and for both mm-hmm. Arizona and for Carolina to be one and three after everyone thought that they would come out and win their, their uh, respective divisions. Yeah, that's unbelievable. So lots of lots to look forward to week four, and uh, we'll have fun again with this next week. Dwayne, thanks for joining me, uh, my brother. Enjoy the rest of the week. Thanks and for take having me. On Facebook. You got it, man. Take care. Always. That's my you man, too. Dwayne. Yep, yep, you got it. So that's my man, Dwayne Nash there. And we're going to just wrap things up right quick. You know, it's it's a lot of lot of storylines entering week three. Lots of things to look out for. Week week four rather. But again, look out for the Eagles and the Vikings. Both three and all, and both looking really, really pretty damn good. I know they're making any glasses. I don't care. That's how good those boys look. But anyway, we'll see. How they fare this coming week? We'll see how the Ravens fare against the Raiders this coming week. One of those teams has to show what what they really have. So we'll see. But anyway, thank you for joining me on my podcast. It's Scott versus the Cloud. I always sign off. Oh six, y'all. Good night. Have a good weekend. <laughs>